Discretion is advised. You are listening to Dunson on Radio Free Brooklyn. With us in the studio is Michelle Xavier. Hello. How's everybody doing? And Bull. How are you? Very well. Uh, the thoughts and opinions expressed on this show are not those of Radio Free Brooklyn. They may not even be those of the people expressing them. So if you'd like to, we just say shit. That's right. And uh, if you'd like to say shit, you can call 718-928-9732. We are also on the interwebs uh, at RadioFreeBrooklyn.org. I don't know how else you'd be listening to this, but go to RadioFreeBrooklyn.org to listen to the thing you're already listening to. Now, let's listen to more things. thing to start right. to. Yeah. It's a yeah. good song to start a show with. Exactly. Yeah, I'll just have it low in the background. But uh, yeah, so you chose this because you, like myself, have watched a lot of the... A lot of the screeners yeah. recently. Yeah. Did um, You know, being in SAG after, but it's kind of like, you know, you look at the, all the different films that come out and you're kind of like, there was just something about this particular film that resonated. Actually, I thought it was hilarious. Which a part of me was just kind of like, am I supposed to be laughing while? This? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I have that often. I was watching The Shining and I was wondering, should I be laughing right now? And I was with my friend yeah. who's also deranged, and he's like, I don't know, we're just deranged. <laughs> I'm like, oh no! It's, but it might be. I think it was funny. Did we laugh? Uh, I wasn't the friend that was watching Shining. No, I'm talking about Once Upon a Time because you're talking oh. about Once Upon a Time and. Yeah, yeah. Hollywood, yeah. right? Yeah, Once Upon a Time in Hollywood. And I mean, it's especially like that last 20 to 30 minutes in the film when members of the Manson family break into the house. Yeah. I'm trying to figure out what point in the movie I realized this was the Tate story. Immediately. Yeah. Did, oh, you, what, did you, I say you it? You right? realized. Oh, okay. He realized so fast, I should be scared. That it was, <laughs> that it was around. Because it was like what it, it started like a day or two before the, the yeah. Tate Tate murders. Yeah, but it, it was something about what it was. The, I, I thought the, it was, it was later the girls. On. Oh, he saw like this right. group of girls, exactly. the hippie girls. Yep. Yeah, In and Hollywood. he's like, "That's the Manson family." Yeah, exactly. And I'm like, "It's just some hippies." But that's squeaky, what they were. No, squeaky. I know. They, and yeah, and no, you, it wasn't even squeaky yet. You just straight up saw them, and you're like, "This is Manson," and I'm like, "No." And especially when you saw that one guy when he showed up at the house in the um, ice cream truck, he's like, "Hey, man, it's me, it's Charlie," and you're like, "Yeah, what? Holy crap, it's Charlie Manson." And, uh, and the funny thing is, the actor who played Charlie Manson, he played him in another thing. So it's kind of oh, did he? It's like, so dude, you're getting typecast <laughs> as playing Charles Manson. I don't yeah. know if that's a good thing. I mean, I would 
I would kill to be typecast as anything because at least I'm being cast. But if they were like, you specifically are a horrific murderer, he didn't. Yeah. I don't know how I'd feel about that. I think I'd be happy to get the work, but also be happy to get the work. But at the same time, it's like, oh, great. Everybody thinks I'm Charles Manson. Yeah. 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 Uh, yeah, it was. Yeah, I thought that was a killer movie. Have you ever had that where you were like you submitted for something and then you were happy to get the work, but insulted that they picked you? Um, sometimes. Yeah. yeah. Um, especially because, you know, doing the <laughs> cross-dressing drag roles uh, a lot. Um, there are certain times when you're kind of like, okay, I'd like to do a little something else besides, you know, that. I think when I met you, we had sort of like that conversation, maybe. Yeah. When we did, yeah, I guess that was Law and Order SVU. Was it? Okay. Yeah, I was, was like, S- I know it was, it was SVU one of- along Because SVU was using me quite a bit for it. Uh-huh. And every now and then they would call. It's like, okay, guess what? You're not going to be, um, you're not going to be a cross-dressing crime victim this time. It's like, oh, really? <laughs> yes, you're going to be the cross-dressing crime committer. Right, right. <laughs> no, <I'm you> know? <laughs> and it's kind of like, oh, or just okay. witness. <laughs> right, right. What's SVU? Uh, special Victims Unit. Oh, right on. Yeah. So there's a, I think th- there wasn't actually park, like packing. It was, so there was a, just regular Law and Order, right? Then At Law the and time, Order, yeah. Criminal Intent. Uh, I didn't watch, I never did watch it. Really? Yeah. <laughs> wow. Um, SVU, which is Special Victims Unit. And it's still on. Yes, you that's know, the one that, that 22 lasted. years. That's wow. incredible. Okay. Yeah. It's so, a, it's, wait a minute, 22 years? Yeah, that's a long time. It's now a year older than I am. <laughs> <laughs> I'm 21 forever. That's what we all want to be. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I was a forensic scientist, and you were one of two of the cross-dressing. I don't know if, I think it was just witnesses. I think you were Maybe just, we were just witnesses. Yeah. It, it always kind of changed up. It's like, yeah, whatever you want me to do. You know? It's <laughs> just like, bring well, the dress. It's all, uh, all I know is that I'm wearing a dress or a skirt again. So, you know. Yeah. But do you, you like it, right? No, I, I, I have a good time with it. I mean, I've done it on a few projects. You know, I did it on uh, The Deuce uh, oh, last nice. year. Yeah. So then I had to go into a fitting for, for what was it, 1977? Yeah. So they had to put me in women's clothes for 1977. And going to the fitting for that was interesting, especially they hand me some short skirt. And they're like, okay, put this on. I was like, yeah, um, Ooh. I can't put this on because um, if I exhale, <laughs> things are going to be popping everywhere. Wow. <laughs> were they like cool about it? Or were they like, come on, just do it. We want this look. Yeah. Well, once again, I was when they they put me in a bar scene. It was like a dive bar. Yeah. And they're like, okay, you're basically like a hooker. It's like, yeah, what else would I be doing? (laughs) What else would I be doing here tonight? It's like you have me in a short skirt and high heeled boots. What else would I be doing? You know, and considering the subject matter and the deuce, you know. So at the fitting, they don't tell you what it's for. No, I'm kidding. (laughs) Not exactly. They they just kind of tell you, okay, let's make you look as slutty as you possibly can. Yeah. It was probably 77 bar patron. Right. Yeah. Is that yeah. basically what? Yeah. Yeah. The, like the, the tag said. Yeah. And then um, one of the uh, AD said, oh, we should give you a name. How about Esther? And I'm like, Esther? Oh, no. Esther, the cross-dressing hooker? <laughs> <laughs> That's weird. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> okay. You know. Wow. So you, you went with it. I went with it. Okay. I was just like, yeah, all right. Whatever you want me to do, I don't care. You huh. know. They said, you're going to sit at this table and this guy's basically going to be like your pimp. 
and say it's towards the end of the night and he's trying to rip you off of your money. So it's like, oh, so I'm pissed off at him. Okay. Yeah. Or business as usual. Business as usual. Yeah. It's like, okay, where's my goddamn money? Yeah. yeah. You know? <laughs> Damn. That's cool that they gave you so much backstory. Was yeah. it? Yeah. Featured? I mean, it, that, would, it, that was just between me and an AD. And it was kind of, they were, I mean, there's no dialogue to it, but it was just, all right, well, let's go with it and see what, what we can do. Yeah. yeah. I did one day on the deuce and I was just across in the background, like, Past the fog in the dark. Yeah. Yeah. Like, I don't think, yeah, no, we had very different experiences on that. I did get to see, um, what's his face? Cause he's hot. But, oh, you're talking about James Franco? Yeah. And then after that, it was crazy because I was leaving with somebody and it was right by a, a, like a prison. And we walked past the prison and it was as as though the walls were alive because it would like make noise as you walked past it because the guys would, oh, yeah. Yeah. So um, I don't know the location, but I do recommend walking past the prison was this in, just to was see. Was this in Queens? No, I think it was like Uptown or the Bronx. Oh, really? Okay. Yeah. So a different jail. Yeah. yeah. Do they only shoot near no, jails? Because one time I was doing another film, I think it was Black Christmas or something like that. And then, sure, I was cross-dressed in jail. Oh. <laughs> was it a female or male jail? Uh, it was a male jail, so they threw me in with other other mm. male prisoners. Okay, that's yeah. wrong. Yeah, that's wrong. And, and it's kind of like, okay, you're going to go in with the guys, even though I was wearing like some short dress. Yeah, you know. That but it, it was, once again, they put me in. You know, of course, yeah. And well, not the character. Character chose it, but yeah, <laughs> yeah, you know. But um, it was kind of like, oh, so now I'm behind bars. It's like, so it seems like anytime I do anything with the cross-dressing stuff, it's always something illicit and illegal. Oh, yeah. Bummer. Is it always? Have you, can you think of a time when it wasn't, when that wasn't like for one role, for some project? Like, I think Transamerica is definitely one that would have had a lot of roles. Where I'm doing something other than. Transparent. Yeah. Might Being illegal. You know, it's like funny. just people being people. Yeah, I think you, where it seemed to have changed is like I remember one of the first times I did it. Um, it was on it was on another Law and Order show, Trial by Jury. <laughs> you lucky? Oh, that was my question. Yeah, what were the other? Yeah, ones? I, I did Trial okay, by thank Jury. You. So they had me there for like a week, and I had a bunch of changes, and they actually had me in like women's business suits. Wow. And I was like, okay, well, I guess I'm not going to jail for this, you know? Yeah. Um, so, yeah, I guess that was a little interesting because then they said, no, you're a transgender person, which is funny because back, that was like, what, 2002, maybe 2005, something like yeah, that. Yeah, it was a brief. It, it The show didn't last long. Yeah. Um, but nowadays, it's like, first of all, they they would say, there's no way we're going to cast you as transgender because of the way things are nowadays. It's like if you're going to use a trans transgender person, you use a transgender actor. You don't use you don't use actual a, person. an actual you don't use an really? actor who's not transgender oh, to right, play right. to play transgender. Cross dressing one thing. Yeah. But they you know, now there's like that distinction that they have. It's kind of like, okay, well, if the character's transgender, use transgender. But if the character's a cross dresser, well, then you just use a male actor who will throw a dress on. Oh, right on. You know, whereas before the lines were a bit blurred, but nowadays they're definitely not. And that's very recent. 
you're yeah, talking. that's probably within the past four or five years. Because I remember I did a short film, Migraine, um, with Laverne Cox. Okay. And it was about six months before she did Orange is the New Black. So people still really had no idea who Laverne was. And I met Laverne years ago. Um, I was working at a place called Stingy Lulu's at the time. <laughs> and she was working, I think, at Lucky Chang's. Oh, nice. You know, so we were all doing the drag stuff in the East Village because Stingy Lulu's was on Avenue A in St. Mark's. I mean, it was a fun job. I mean, I had a blast doing it. But, yeah, you know, so we all met doing, but everybody was struggling, you know, because it's kind of like, okay, yeah, this is fun, but I don't want to be doing this for the rest of my life. Mm -hmm. You know, entertaining in like a restaurant where the wait staff and everybody are all drag queens, right. you know, guys in drag, you know, and it's like, yeah, it's fun for a while. But after a while, you're just kind of like, um, I want to do other things. Right, right. Like most wait staff gigs. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. yeah. Like, 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 mo like most wait, yeah, it's kind of like, yeah. okay, yeah, uh, this isn't my actual real <laughs> job. Yeah. You know, I have other things that I want to do. Yeah. You know, but, um, you know, I mean, I did it, where did I do that? For like four, three, four years or something. You know, until the owner of Stingy Lulu's got a little too greedy. Too stingy. Oops. Yeah, well, he did something extraordinarily stupid. Ooh, can uh, we hear about this? Sure. I mean, I remember one night he came to me, he told me, he says, I think I'm going to start doing like an underground club after hours. Okay. And I said. Reasonable. I said, well, that may work, except one, you don't have a basement. Oh. Um, two, you keep it open after four o'clock. You know the police are going to roll up on you because it was at street level. Yeah. And it's kind of like, I don't really think that this is a good idea. Mm. He says, but a lot of other businesses do. It's like, that's because they have a basement. Right. Was there at least a blackout curtain situation? Yeah, but he didn't use any blackout curtains. Okay, so it's just, what? Yeah. It's just open? It's just still he, open? He just did it. He did it. He, he did it one Saturday night. And then I remember I got a phone call because I always worked on the weekends. And he said, uh, could you come in? I was like, yeah. And then he said, I got bad news. It's like, what's up? And he says, I had to sell the business. It's oh. like, what did you do? Oh. And just one day? Uh, yeah. And, Jesus. and it's like, well, I told you I wanted to do the underground <laughs> after hours. I was, like, I was like, yeah. <laughs> I said, you did it, didn't you? He says, yeah. He says, but the problem was I also had like 30 underage people in the place. I was like, oh, shit. I was like, you didn't think this through, did you? Oh, no. So, of course, he got fined, he got fined for each underage person wow. who was in. Yeah. So, it wow. cost him the Buried business. Him. Yep. And it's kind of like, okay, great. You, and all of us are now out of work because you did something yeah. stupid. Did it make him anything? Like, mm -hmm. do you have any idea what it made him or what it could have made him? Like, I know it wasn't worth it, but I just want to know how not well, worth it. Well, you may it. have been in trouble already coming up with a suggestion. How to get out of, extra like, money. whatever. Yeah. To make yeah. extra money. Yeah, yeah. yeah. He probably was already in trouble. Yeah, I mean. Plus the fines, boom. Yeah, yeah. I mean, he may have been in financial trouble exactly. already. Yeah, that's why he's thinking and of he was looking to get more opportunities. Yeah. And I think what had happened, he saw what other businesses were doing around the area. It's like, yeah, but they're 
somehow set up for that. Yeah. You also don't know who they know. Yeah. Not that anybody in any position is corrupt or corruptible, but you don't know who they know. So we think. Yeah. No, everybody's corrupt. You know. (laughs) Let me just be clear. I'm saying everybody's corrupt. Kissing the ring. Yeah. That's that's what I'm saying without saying it. Yeah. He 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 was just observing what other people were doing and thought, oh, I can do it too. It's like. Mm, yeah. No, you can't. You're missing Ooh. a crucial piece. There, 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 there's a, some things that you're missing here. Yeah. And I remember people were people were upset. Regular cut. We had regular customers come in, and they're like, "What do you mean it's closed?" It's like uh, he was stupid. Mm. And there was no GoFundMe at that time to no, <laughs> to like no. bring the bar back. No, there was no way to bring it back. So, Aww. so I'm, and now it's you know people. I've heard people say, "Oh, that was a fun place." It's like, yeah. And they said, and now St. Mark's is so different. It's like, yep. So it's not, what is it, right? right what is it now? I think it's just like a regular bar now. Where it didn't take on the name or anything like no, that? No, no. It, it changed hands like three or four oh, times okay. since then. Where was it exactly on St. Mark's? St. Mark's and Avenue A. Okay. I can't think of right, exactly. Right, at, almost directly across the street from the park. Oh, okay. So basically where like Doc Hollywood's might be now. Yeah. Yeah, generally in like that area. There was a pizza place that was right next to us. Oh, okay. And um, it's kind of like, that was a stupid thing to do. And it was, a, you know, I, it was a way I made a little money on the weekends too, so. Yeah. But, you know, so I'm, yeah, so I was doing that. And occasionally I was um, working in some of the nightclubs that were around, you know, they hosted, I was hosting different parties and some nightclubs and stuff like that. In general, I was wearing costumes where it's like a French maid or a nurse or female cop. It's like, I'm not going to dress like the girls in the club. I'm going to, you know. Yeah. Do something else. Do something else. Something a little out there, you know. Oh, like a kooky kind of thing? Yeah. And I was like, and I don't want to do what all the other other drag queens in the area are doing. Mm -hmm. I was like, no, that's not my thing. Fair enough. Um, How long does it take you to, and have you changed personas? How long did it take you to come up with it? And have you um, always been Michelle Xavier? Yeah, I had to come up with that. Um, that was probably around 98, 99. Oh, wow. Something, yeah, something like that. You know, because um, for a period of time, I was also doing work for a couple people. Um, this one woman, Stevie Johnson, who had her own like cross-dressing thing. So... I was always hired to help out with that. When you see her own cross-dressing thing, it almost sounds like uh, like a broker. Well, what what it is is that she and there's an there are two other people, Maria Giorgio and then Veronica Vera. Veronica Vera is fairly well known, particularly among. I mean, she's a sexologist, and Veronica had um, back in the 1970s. She was a part of the, um, you know, like porn and sex scene and things like that. And she developed something in the early nineties called Miss Vera's finishing school for boys who want to be girls. I know this. I know when you say Mm -hmm. this, I don't know it, but I I've heard it. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. And she's done talk shows and lectures and things like that on it. So she developed this. So, and Maria had worked for her at one time. Stephanie kind of did it on her own, but they all did virtually Kind of the same thing where they would bring, you know, they would get clients. Usually they're like straight guys who wanted to dress up as women and go out 
for a night or go on a shopping spree or, <laughs> you know, spend a day or a weekend. A lot of the times these girls, had the we always called them the girls, but they were married with, you know, with kids or, you know, they had girlfriends. Um, a good amount of the time, the wives and the girlfriends did not know about that particular side of them. <laughs> so what uh, Veronica and Stephanie and Maria offered them was basically an outlet <laughs> for that. Um, and my job was kind of more or less to set them at ease. And uh, it's kind of like, okay, you're going to be dressed up as Michelle and we're going to go, we'll spend a day out shopping with the client and then we'll go to lunch and we'll go to dinner and we'll, just to kind of set them at ease and say, it's cool. You know, you can go and do this here in New York city. Nobody's going to hassle you about anything. And, yeah. You know, and kind of like make it what they would say, like a girl's day out or a girl's night out or something like that. So, you know, they could, they could have that experience. And did you say that they were from the Midwest or did you say where they were from? I mean, a lot of the clients. Yeah. Or were uh, they just like from Long Island? No, they, they were from all over the world. Okay, that's amazing. Yeah, like Veronica Vera's clients, uh, and actually all three of them, most of them, their clients would come from everywhere. We wow. Had, we had clients that came from Australia. We had clients, you know, England, Germany, Japan, mm. um, obviously from all over the United States and Canada and everywhere. And like one night would be kind of like a collection of people from different places. No, a, a lot like of times it, it was group. like a, it was like a. Sometimes it'd be a group. A lot of times it was a one-on-one kind of a thing. Okay. Where uh, generally what would happen is that you'd get some of these, some of these girls. Mm-hmm. They would come to New York most of the time, like on a business trip, and they would <laughs> they would extend their business trip. Yes. So a lot For of them. So a lot of them, what you would find are. They were straight guys who were working in finance. Uh-huh. Um, so they'd have their Brooks Brothers suit on in the day. <laughs> and then they may be wearing their Victoria's Secret stuff underneath it. They are. It's not yeah. May. They are. Yeah. And um, <laughs> and then for the night, it's kind of like get completely dressed up as their persona, uh-huh. their female persona. Um, so it was a variety of. Because a lot of them, they had to have money to do this. So it's, you know, clients in finance, uh, clients who, military. Oh, nice. We, I want to see that. We had, personally, I we had see Army, it. Navy, Marines. I don't recall Air Force. <laughs> <You know? laughs> really? Yeah. <laughs> we haven't had Space Force yet, but, you know. Oh, it's need, coming. Yeah. Then you might have to do like the Uhura outfit from yeah. Star Trek. You know. Ooh. I, I'm so Star Wars. I'm thinking. <laughs> Like in the, the princess Leia outfit, yeah. I yeah. uh, also the the person st- singing and dancing for Jabba. Yeah, well, I did yeah. the princess Leia outfit for a party. Oh, nice! Yeah, I've not seen those pictures, or if I have, I've already. I don't even love know if them. I have pictures of them because okay. that's it, why I haven't seen. Them. Yeah, it, it started. I, I it, it started where I had the buns. Nice. You know, the you know like the the buns that you could eat on the side of your oh. head. Could you then, actually eat them? No, no, no. I mean, they were just. It was oh, a wig. Okay. It was a wig. And and then it went from underneath that I had the uh, outfits that she wore with Jabba the Hut. Oh, nice! Yeah, that was like a metal. Yeah, like it was a metal bikini. bra, bikini yeah, yeah. bra, bikini and, yeah. Thing. Yeah, 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 yeah. 
Yeah. yeah. I have it, but it does not fit. It never fit me. Yeah. I mean, I still have it in, you know, because I only wore it once, yeah. you know, for, for something. And I was kind of like, okay, I'll have fun with this. Yeah. And surprisingly, you didn't. <laughs> or you did No, I had fun with it. Oh, okay, yeah. good, good. I had fun with it. It was for another birthday party. And uh, and that one friend that I told you about, Chris, who's a comic book artist, because um, I did it for his party one time because his ex fiance hired me. Mm-hmm. I don't know why they split up, but, you know, um, <laughs> and then I got to know him and all of his friends. And uh, one of the women there, she said, oh, I'm having a party for my husband's birthday. She says, and he loves Star Wars. So you're going to dress as Chewbacca and Chris, you're going to be Han Solo, and Michelle, you're going to be Princess Leia. <laughs> mm-hmm. I was like, okay, you know, amazing. And that's when you got it, or you already had it. That that's what you got it for. Uh, well, actually, she bought it for me. I for, love that. Yeah, like she bought costumes for all all the guys who were going to be doing this for her husband's birthday. So, like, you know, when another guy dressed as a stormtrooper, so you know, and he works at a bar on the Upper East Side. So we first we had the music. Dun, 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 and we all go walking. <laughs> nice. <laughs> yeah, so that it was a lot of fun. Yeah. Um. So you you got that outfit, and you were mentioning earlier that like wardrobe provided looks for you, which is shocking because usually you have to bring looks, and it's like this whole thing. But it seems like wardrobe dresses you. Do you get a lot of well, clothing? Br- I do bring stuff. You know, because they'll tell me bring mm-hmm. stuff, and then. And then sometimes what happens is like, okay, bring stuff to a fitting. Mm -hmm. So it's like, okay, so like with the deuce, I had to bring things to a fitting. But because it was 1977, it's like, okay, we think your boots might work, but nothing else will. Because we have to dress you for 1977. Yeah. You know, oh, and let's do the hair so that it looks like a Farrah Fawcett kind of a look. (laughs) You know? I'm shocked that your Princess Leia didn't work for 1977. I'm pretty sure. No, I don't yeah, think. They, they didn't want to go go with that for the deuce. So. Officially licensed. Yeah. Yeah. Oh man. So I'm gonna let the listeners know that they are listening to Radio Free Brooklyn, which is independent, listener supported radio. That's right. You're listening to Dunson on Radio Free Brooklyn, and I want to thank you for doing so. And your support keeps us going. In fact. Radio Free Brooklyn's mission is to provide a free and open platform to our community and promote media literacy, education, and free expression. We rely primarily on donations from listeners like you. Every dollar helps us to stay on the air. Support independent community media by pledging whatever you can. All contributions are tax-deductible to the fullest extent of the law. Please support with a monthly pledge or a one-time donation at RadioFreeBrooklyn.org slash donate. I'm going to do more later, but that's cool. <laughs> Sorry. We have these read on airs. Oh, of course. Yeah. Otherwise I wouldn't do it. So what um, you liked once upon a time. Did you like any of the other? What did you think of things? Um, or what are your predictions for the Oscars? Oh, that's a tough one. Um, I mean, there, there were obviously a lot of things out there and a lot of stuff was actually really good. Just different. Parasite. Ah, Parasite. Is that what you were Sorry. thinking when you said it? It was like, were you well, thinking good but different? Well, Parasite. Well, first of all, and I'll be honest, I haven't I, watched Parasite yet. Oh, you didn't? No. Oh, well, no. that's I didn't my, get, That's I, my opinion. I didn't get around to it yet. Please um, watch it and tell me what you did think. Did you watch yeah. JoJo? Um, I, I like that. That was funny. Yeah. And um, Joker. We didn't see Joker. Yeah. We need to see it. Joker is disturbing. 
Really? Really? Good or bad disturbing? Dark. No, in, in good. Very dark, very disturbing. I mean, it's funny because people say, well, Joker, it's a, it's based on the comic book character. It's like, but you know what? They didn't necessarily even have to base it on the comic book character. Oh, he could play the part. Yeah. I mean, because this guy is just, it's like an origin story. And like, you just see him spiraling. Really? To where he becomes what he eventually becomes. And it's like, and you almost empathize with him. I don't know about almost. I mean, I've empathized with every that, Joker so far. That commercial we saw the other night where he goes, can you, they were going to announce him to, for something. And he goes, can yeah. you announce the me? The talk show host. Yeah. He, can you announce me as Joker? Joker. That's when it's like, ooh, I do want yeah. to see this. You and know? De Niro yeah. played the talk yeah, show host. Exactly. Yep. You know, and it, it's, it's just kind of like you almost feel for him because this is a guy who's just been beaten down constantly really? by his his mother, the people in his life, his job, society in general. I mean, you know, psychologically and physically beaten down by society. And it's, it. and it's just – they didn't necessarily have to say it's Joker. It, it's just like a case study on somebody who just turns into cracks. this. Yeah. Cracks and just, you know, be, it's like society made this person into right. what he eventually became. Now I need to see it. Yeah. yeah. It's, it, like it's an intense, a really intense movie. Um, Joaquin Phoenix definitely deserved the award that he got. Good. He, you know, the golden globe and the SAG award. I mean, it was a tough one because there were a lot of good performances this year. Yeah. the. Uh, so I know who I'm putting my bet on for Oscar. You mean <laughs> for, for best In the actor? male, yeah. Yeah, I mean. Male lead category. Yeah, he would probably get it. Um, best picture is a tough one. What were you about to say? I'm sorry. The, I can't even think of the, well, the three women, Megan. Uh, oh, Bombshell? Oh, Bombshell. Bombshell. Yeah. Bombshell. That was actually, that was a good film. Yeah, that was a good one. Yeah, and see Charlize Theron's see the performance makeup work on that? as Megan Kelly, and yeah. I've met Megan Kelly a couple oh, times. Oh, did you? Uh, she's not nice. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I think she is a shark. I mean, from, yeah, she. Um, or just a bitch. I met her a couple times, and I made some comments about Trump. Oh, <laughs> and it didn't go well, or it did? Well, I made negative comments yeah. about him. Um, but she's not a fan, right? Not particularly. You know, the impression I got was that maybe she's not a big fan of his, but she's still very much a conservative. Okay. Conservative, probably, yeah. You know, very, very much still a, a right-wing Republican conservative. So even though she may not necessarily like trump um there may be things that she does agree with sure i mean there are lots of things i mean there's lots of things i don't li like about what he's turned into also yeah i mean i mean i met him myself oh did you yeah which which version of him like which era i met him about 1997 oh so this was mogul like yeah how you know building I was working at a place on Madison this Avenue. Pro Clinton Trump? Um, well, I don't know if he was pro anything really. Okay. He was Bro Clinton Trump. He's an asshole. Yeah. You know. Um I told him that. You told Trump that? Yeah. So 
Go on. Let's hear this. I want to hear this because I, I think you have you you mentioned on my Facebook some. some I did. I, I, did I, I, I was working for a company on Madison Avenue at that time, and I was a floor manager. And he and Ivana Trump came in, and it was like a high end salon. So they had a bunch of services done. You know, she had the hair, the makeup, they had massages, facials, the the whole everything. When it came time to pay, he was presented with the bill. And guess who didn't want to pay the bill? Yeah. Wow. So he I just didn't want to be handed the bill or he just didn't want to pay, pay it at all. No, he didn't want to pay it. Wow. And then he said, well, we can negotiate this. And I went into an office with him and I said, well, this isn't a negotiation. These are the services that were right. rendered. Exactly. The everything that you received is itemized, and this is the total, and this is what needs to be paid. Right. Well, I didn't agree with a lot of the services. I said, well, then perhaps you should have spoken wow. up at that particular sure time. Um, I said because we were completely unaware if you weren't happy with the services at the time. Um, he says, well, I'm telling you now. I said but you don't tell me this after I give you the bill. He says, well, I don't think I should have to pay it at all. Yeah. Okay. So he didn't want to pay at all. So we were doing a back and forth and I just, I'll be honest, I got exasperated with him and I turned to him and I'm going to omit one of the words that I call him, called him, but I said, you're an asshole. Yeah. Yeah. And he said, excuse me, what did you just call me? I said, are you deaf? I said, I'll repeat it. You're an asshole. Oh, wow. And he said, I want to see your boss. Shit. And I said, be my guest. So I went and I got my boss. And he says, would you like to repeat to your boss what you just called me? Whoa. And she asked me, she says, what did you call Mr. Trump? I said, an asshole. (laughs) And she says, okay, that's not how we represent the company. Uh Uh-oh. She says, you can step out of the office. I'll deal with you in a moment. Oops. And then she sat there with Trump and, you know, after I think probably five, six minutes, he came out with, you know. Apology? No, a a grin on his face. You know, and he shot me a look like, you know, Uh it's kind of like, you're going to be fired. Yeah. Which then I walked into her office and she said, here's your last check. Oh, damn. Wow. She didn't even want to hear why you said it. No, because saying that to a customer of his esteem, Mm -hmm. it's like, do you understand how much they bring to our, how much business they bring to our company? Even if they don't pay? Well, someone should have said something in the beginning, like, hey, he's not going to work. You know, he's a, you know, he's taking care of. He's like a VIP. Exactly. And, you know, not put you in that situation. Yeah. And apparently um, the woman who is the owner and Mrs. Trump came from the same town. Wow. In Europe. Um, So so they they had a history together. So does she always not pay? Um, I don't know if. Yeah. I think she would pay. But anytime he came. So they've been there before. Yeah. There were regular customers there. Wow. So he walked out and I think the bill was like $1,300 or something. Well, you're on the right side of history in that story. Yeah. She just didn't know it yet. Yeah. I I didn't know that at the time, but I mean, so I never liked the guy, you know, well before he is where he is now. I just thought he was always a dick, you know? 
He's never been known for being likable. No, no, he's been a dick. Yeah. He, he's that's just generally him, you know, the big dick. You know, <laughs> I doubt that part, but not yeah. that part of it. Yeah, <laughs> small hands. Be number one and everything. Yeah. What, whatever number one actually yeah. means. Yeah, yeah, you yeah. know, it's it's whatever he concocts in, in his mind. Yeah, it's putting his name on shit. Yeah, I mean, I mean but it's thing. funny because you do run into people like him throughout life. I mean. He's obviously oh, yeah. an extreme narcissist. Oh, yeah. It's, text, it's the case. My father was like that. Yeah? My father was an extreme narcissist. How? What did he do? What did it? My father also worked in the corporate world. Was he successful? Um, My father was a bullshit artist. I mean, usually sociopath, like narcissists oh, yeah, can no, be he very was definitely, successful he, in the corporate world. He was definitely world. a sociopath. Yeah. Um, I added that. I'm sorry. I, I, no, he was definitely a sociopath. Um. You know, he um, he wasn't really good at what he did, He, but he knew how to do bullshit people is what he knew. In, how the, to do. in that part it, of the world. In, any, in anything. Right. Yeah. I mean, he started life as a stockbroker. Doggy dog. Yeah. And he was um, he was, a, from what my mother said, extremely lazy about it. What? But he still he sold stocks to family and friends that usually tanked. Wow. Oops. Like my grandparents went broke because of him. No. Wow. And it's like, because they believed him. It's like, how did you believe him? That's sad. You know, and he was also the kind of a guy, it's like, he had another little, um, he had a hobby that he used to love. He and some of his friends, they used to like to go down to the village and go into a gay bar and then lure a gay guy outside to uh, beat the hell out of him. Oh, shit. What the fuck? My father is one of those guys who was a gay basher. He told you these stories? Sure, how- he was proud of it. Really? He was proud of it. At what age did he tell you, did he? Did you first learn any of this? Probably when I was about eight or nine. I was worried you were going to say something like that. Yeah. What? Yeah. How did that go? Like, did he show you or did he tell you? Uh, There was one night he came home with a couple black eyes. Wow. You know, after he'd been arrested. Wow. And, you know, he was admitting it to my mother. That he got arrested because he and a couple of his friends, they went to a gay bar in the village and they lured a gay guy outside and then beat the, beat the living hell out of him. But then what happened was that some of his friends came out and oh, ironically, they were also two guys in drag who beat the living hell out of my father and his oh, friends. Hold up. The guys that he was doing this with beat him up eventually? No, oh, the or, the gay guy that he beat up. He had some. He had some friends inside the bar oh. who happened to be two guys in drag. Okay, and this was like back around nineteen seventy one or something oh, like that. So those were your superheroes, and that explained that was the right, seed right, that was yeah. Because I mean, my father was an asshole. Yeah, um, <laughs> and he was a very violent guy. I used to see him getting into fights all the time with neighbors. And was that know. the last time that happened? When he went no, to, oh really? No, he kept it, on doing he it. He kept on doing it. I mean, but the worst is when um, I remember one time I saw him push my mother out of a moving car. What the oh, fuck? Shit. Yeah. How? They got into an argument, and he was driving. Grabbed the door, and he leaned over, pushed the door open, and then pushed her out. Yeah. Damn. You know that was the seventies. Nobody was really wearing seatbelts. Yep. Yeah. And my sister and I were in the back seat, watching it. Yeah. Did he stop and pick her up? Uh, no. Wow. How did she? She got herself back home and, you know, 
um, but uh, you know, thank God she eventually divorced him. Yeah. You know, the bad part was I lived with him in Boston during my high school years. Oh no. Yeah. Cause I had issues with my mom. So, you know, she sent me to live with him. Oh no. Was it a punishment? Like you're going to go live with your father if you think I'm so bad or was well, it my like... mom and I were always fighting with each other. Uh huh. You know, and, um, you know, so she's like, that's it. You go to live with your father up in Boston. So I went up there and I remember when I was in high school for at the school there for less than a week and I already got suspended. Really? For what? Uh, I bashed another kid across the head <laughs> with a, with a fire extinguisher. No. Oh, shit. Why? Were, yeah. Did you know that it would hurt or were you like, no, I mean, I mean, kind what, of cartoony? no, what had actually happened was that I had, uh, like five guys surround me. No. And they were like, so you're from New York. Oh. I said, Oh my God. I said, yeah, I'm from New York. <laughs> and they said, well, up here, we hate New Yorkers. Oh, shit. They Little said, kids. They said, so this is high school. High school. Oh, okay. Fresh, freshman year of high school. And they were like, so you're a Yankees fan? I was like, yeah, I love the Yanks. It's like, well, the Yankees suck. <laughs> Socks rule. How many? Did the Sox even win at this point? No, they hadn't won anything <laughs> exactly. since 1918. Like, what are you even talking you about? Know? <laughs> so I, I was like, you and your... The Red Sox. Up. <laughs> so next thing I know, I had like five guys just wailing away on me. Grab something and then. Just, so you know. what I did is I just grabbed what was nearby. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I wasn't even paying attention. I just grabbed something and I swung out and belted one of them across the head. Right. With a fire extinguisher. I didn't even know that I really did it. Right. And of course, the kid wound up in the hospital and then. You know, now New York has a bad reputation right, because of this. Kid. I remember the headmaster saying, "So, is this what they teach kids to do in New York?" <laughs> yep. Yes, it is yeah, actually. Bitch. Yeah, <laughs> you know, screw with us, and one of your kids is going to get bashed in the head with a fire extinguisher. So, <laughs> how many kids was it? And did they also get in trouble, or was it no, just you? just me? Oh man, that makes he, me. He's mad. like, you've been in the school for less than a week, and already you're su- suspended, and already you're a victim of bullying, a yeah. target of bullying, and suddenly yeah. you're the problem. So it was like less than a week, and then it's like, well, that's okay because I'm going on vacation to California anyway. So, <laughs> wow. You know, but, um, which we did, we went on vacation to California, (laughs) but, but, um, no, I mean, and then I had my own issues with my dad. So, you know, and especially when he met my stepmother. Oh, why is she a witch? The step monster. Yeah. Yeah. Well, I remember something she told me one time. She says, I love your father very much and he loves me and we're going to get married and he has a lot of money so he can take care of me and my family. Ooh, one of those speeches. One of those women. One of those. And she says, but there's a problem, you and your sisters. And I can't let the three of you get in the way of that. What the? No, this is not a person. This, I think you're confusing your life with Cinderella. Is it Cinderella? That is a monster. She's a monster. Yeah. So I actually said to her, I was like, you think. You sure that that wasn't Kate Blanchett? I was like, I I was like, you think my father's going to choose you over his three kids? And she said, yes. And boy, was I wrong. Ooh. Oh, wow. Ouch. So wait, are they just still? Are- well, I remember, let's see, a couple days before I was going to head off for college, he called on the phone. He was talking to my sister on the phone. who was 12 at the time. And she was bawling her eyes out. And I was like, what's going on? She said, it's daddy. And I was like, okay, what's going on? And I picked up the phone. He'd hung up. But then he called back. I said, hey, dad, how's it going? What's going on? She says, he says, I'm going to be a little honest with you about something. Pam and I got married over the weekend. I was like, okay, great for you. 
Mm-hmm. Thanks and for the invite. Thanks for the invite. Yeah. Um, he says, yeah, we got a new place. Oh, you did. He says, yeah, we're living in New Jersey. I said, okay, because we were living in Boston just a couple weeks ago. <laughs> we. Where were we. you guys? Well, my sisters were living with my mother, but I was living with oh. my dad. Okay. So and we. We. Yeah. And I was kind of like, okay, so where are all my things? He says, I left them up in Boston. Wait, just randomly in some place? It, your kid. In the, in the house. That, yeah, because we were we were living in a house that was owned by one of my father's friends. Okay, so you could still but get he, your stuff. But he sold the house. Okay, oh, so you shit. can't get your stuff. No, I did. I did okay. manage to go up and get my stuff. It's not that important, but I just want to know. <laughs> yeah, but it's kind of like, he says, so here's the deal. He says, I'm remarried now. I'm starting a new life with a new family. So. Wow. F your mother. F your sisters, F you. Whoa. He actually it, said yeah. that? He says, I did everything that I wanted to do for the past 18 years, so the hell with all of you. Damn. Oh, my God. And that's when I said, <laughs> you know when I put that gun to your head a year ago? I should have pulled the trigger. Oof. Okay, that's a story if you want to share it. It seems you, like a story if yeah, you want to share Yeah, my father it. and I always had, had fights. He tried to kill me one time, too. What happened? Yeah. Why? Uh, we, we just couldn't stand each other. Yeah. You know, and when he saw, of course, some of this stuff, you know, the dressing up, he was kind of like, oh, I'm not going to have a freaking faggot son. He says, I beat the crap out of of guys like you. Damn. That's sad because do you believe in your heart that your dad is secretly gay? I never did. No. Okay. I do. I don't know. I I don't, I don't think that he was, but I think he was, his father was a cop. Oh. Hmm. So, and my grandfather was also a kind, he, he would abuse his badge because he told a story one time in the 1930s, a black man and two black women were coming down the uh, steps of the station house. And this was in Mount Vernon. And my father, my grandfather pulled his pistol on them. Uh, all three? All three. What? And he ordered them off the steps using a ter- a word I don't want to use. Right. And it ends in ER, I'm sure. Yes. Oh, but yeah. yeah, because my father, my grandfather was also very bigoted. Yeah. You know? Wow. And he was another one. He hated if they weren't white and Irish. My grandfather hated them. Like when my when my uncle Dennis uh, married his wife, she was Italian. And was that a thing? Yep. That was, was a problem. Thing? Yeah. Wow. Oh, oh, oh. And of really? course, he used derogatory terms for Italian people. I can think of. A couple. Think, I think. One or two? Numerous ones. Yeah. I, one that sounds like gumbo. Yeah. <laughs> one that sounds like wasp. Yeah. <laughs> That's yeah. it. That's all I've got. Uh, I don't know. Yeah. So I think my father got a lot of that from his own father. You know, his bigotry. Yeah. Um, you know, so it's kind of like, okay, I will definitely make sure I'm not going to be like that. So... How did you do that? How did you, I mean, I know that we do it. We do it. We just like, we are, or we are not our parents. And sometimes there's things where we are a little bit our parents, but it's like some weird thing like, oh, this fork. Yeah. Well, a lot of people said, oh, well you dress up as a form of rebellion. Is, do you think there's any truth to that? Or do you think it's just like, I don't know. You just do what you do. I don't know, actually. Um, Cause my mother hated it too. Yeah. You know, even when I did drag stuff on TV and movies, she's like, I don't want to see that. Do you think they're involved in any way in, in your doing this or do you think you just do it? I think I just do it. You know, yeah. I think, you know, it's always been there. So, you know, I don't know if it was necessary. It's like, okay, let me stick it to mom and dad. 
Yeah. You know, it's like, cause I know it's going to piss them off. So yeah. Like what if you're not that deliberate? What if you just genuinely like it? Because karma is real and your dad deserved it. On yeah. My dad level. deserved it. Yeah. You know, yeah. I mean, it, it's hard talking about it now because I know everybody says, well, you really shouldn't speak ill of the dead, but you know, that is a thing that people say. Yeah. Cause I mean, both of them are gone. So, yeah. you know, but, um, but you know, I mean, these things happened. You know, and I still talk to, well, I have two sisters, but uh, I only speak to one. Oh, no. Yeah. My sister, Susan, she's the middle one because I'm the oldest. Uh, We stopped talking years ago. Um, I remember what happened. Her son had found a video online of me doing something in drag. Mm -hmm. And that pissed off my sister and her husband. What? Yeah, they're uh, extreme right wing. Yes, they'd love Trump. Right. Um, so my sister was like, don't ever speak to me again. Right. Oh, and, my God. I was like, so the last time I saw her was at my mother's funeral. And we haven't spoken since. What like, was it like? Was she weird then, too? It, we were, how would I say it? We didn't hug or kiss or anything like that. It was kind of like the handshake. Hi. Nice oh. to see you. Wow. And it was there for mom's funeral. That's sad. And I'm yeah. sure this piece that they found was just you performing and it wasn't anything scandalous. No. Yeah. Just for those listening. At, you know, no. Just it, for context. It, 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 it's not like there was pornography yeah. or anything. It was just, it was performing. Like it was probably on YouTube, which right. means that it and it's like, didn't so violate certain codes. It's like to get your there. son is 17 years old. Do you want him to watch Barney all the time? He was how old? He was 17. Yeah, that's ridiculous. You know, and now the kid's a rapper, and I've heard some of his music. Oh. Talented kid. I mean, as white Irish as you can get. Jesus Christ. But you hear his music, and you wouldn't think it's some white Irish kid. And then you hear the context of what he's rapping, Ooh. and you're like, oh. And this is coming from a kid <laughs> come, who comes from a Trump-loving household. <laughs> what? And, I, you know, it's, you know, he goes by um, Nemesis Andrew. I know it. No, I'm kidding. <laughs> yeah. I might. Yeah. Actually, no joke. This does sound familiar, but I don't think I know them. Yeah. His, he goes by the name Nemesis Andrew. So he, he actually has some of his music on iTunes and stuff. So, of course, because he's my nephew, I was like, okay, I have to listen to it. You know, but knowing his background, it's kind of like, wow. whoa. Yeah. Copy? I know. And you're looking for it. I right am. Now. This is important. <laughs> Nemesis Andrew. <laughs> you said it's where? Uh, you have some more on iTunes? Yeah. I do. All right. Uh, if you'd like to listen to RFB when you're not in front of your computer, please consider downloading our free mobile app for iPhone and Android, available in the App Store for iPhone or the Google Play phone. Nope. Or the Google Play Store for Android. Please be sure to subscribe to our monthly newsletter for the latest news about our new, our new programming. Why would you say... Sorry. I'm going to read this. Okay, ready? Please be sure to subscribe to our monthly newsletter for the latest news about new programming and upcoming RFB events. You can sign up at radiofreebrooklyn.org slash newsletter. See, new and news, right? It's kind of close. All right, guys, I am excited to announce this thing that is happening. Radio Free Brooklyn's Drive to Five fundraising campaign is underway. In May, RFB turns five years old and we need... Do you actually want to read this? Would you like uh, to Sure, I can read it for you. Yeah. Let's Where do would that. you like me to start? <laughs> start at the beginning. At the beginning. Okay. Radio Free Brooklyn's Drive to Five fundraising campaign is underway. In May, 
RFB turns five years old, and we need to raise $25,000 so we can continue bringing you commercial-free independent radio for another five years. Because we think raising money should be fun, each month we'll be bringing listeners fun challenges with some great prizes. The first is a trivia quiz to find out just how well you know RFB. The top five scorers will win a limited edition five-year anniversary RFB t-shirt. You can also dial 718-673-8201 to leave us a message letting us know why you love RFB or to wish us a happy birthday. Your message may be played on the air. Awesome. Nice. Coolness. So I may have found... It, it, is this... Nem- that's Nemesis Andrew. It is. Yes, it is. <laughs> okay. Uh-oh. So, uh, do we want to hear pink and gold? Do we want to hear, hear famous, or do we want to hear sour? Uh, try sour. Yeah, I was feeling sour might be the one, but I wanted to make sure. All right. Let's. Uh... Oh, okay. I think I can only preview it. I'll leave any What's the use? Motherfuckers got a sour tooth, but I got power lines and some power tools to make power too. Always in my cranium, but bars been on my brain again. Got me paranoid, and my pair of friends got me going in like in and out of my mind. I can't find myself. It ain't enough, young kid. Better start manning up from a shelf of dust. Let's get it, bruh. Wait, in and out of my mind. I can't find myself, cause it ain't enough, young kid. Better start manning up from a shelf of dust. Let's get it, bruh. We take it all in and see another day. I was hoping he'd say brainium, to be honest. Uh huh. He said cranium and then he said brain something else. I was like, I'll say brainium. So interesting. Yeah. I mean, and this kid is like, you look at him, it's like, he's like the whitest Irish kid that you could see. <laughs> <laughs> it's not bad. No, it's actually pretty good. Yeah. He's, some he's actually pretty good. Would be offended. Oh. But, but some people would be offended. Yeah. That we turn in next in the rooms we enter. We link with homies and rollies. Now that's a joint venture. Drop some flame, get some. Wow, I want to not like him because his family is monsters. Not his family. Yeah. His immediate family. Show but it's pretty good. Yeah. Pretty good. The kid's good. Yeah, he's good. For, I don't know how to feel about all of it, but. Well, I don't know if he thinks like mom and dad. That's fair. That's fair. When you I kind of doubt that he does. The kid's good. Yeah. yeah. I imagine you're right about him not being a monster. He's probably rebelling too. He's probably he's rebelling in his own yeah. way. Got a good producer. Yeah. Well, he's been studying music down in Nashville. Oh, that's, he's writing them. <laughs> the middle of it. Yeah. Writing's not that easy. He's in Nashville? That's yeah, awesome. which is funny because you think, wait a minute, that came out of Nashville? Yeah, but that's where all the, you the, know, the big music people Yeah, there's are. a lot yeah. of different kind of music Mix, down yeah. there. You know, so, I mean, the kid's been playing guitar and he's doing all kinds of stuff. And How old is he? Uh, he's, what, 20, 21 now? Yeah, wow. You know. Going somewhere. You know, and wow. his brother, who's only a couple of years older, he just graduated, and he's also in the music industry on the business side of it. Oh. Are they together? I think he's helping to promote oh, his right brother, yeah. yeah. 
Is he helping him produce that quality? Or you said because he's studying, he's able to produce this quality. He's been producing his own stuff. Yeah. Wow. So, you know, I give him a lot of credit for, you know, it's Actually. like, wow, what do mom and dad think of that? <laughs> I would love to know. And you you can't ask to find No, out. I can't. I can ask my other sister. Yeah. My sister, Allison, and her husband, Stephen. And everybody says, well, he's talented, but I don't know if I want my kids listening to it. You know. Oh, really? she's, got, she's got kids who are, what are they now, 13 and 11. They'll, later on, they will. Later on, yeah. maybe. You know. Yeah, I wasn't able to hear any of the lyrics except for... The one where I was like, oh, is he going to say Brainium? Because he said Cranium. And I'm like, is it going to be Brainium? But it wasn't. It was, it's not. Yeah. Because my other sister, my other <laughs> sister awesome. and her husband, we get along really great. So, and fortunately, they live not far away. Oh, cool. Have they ever come to see you perform? Um, Not in drag. No? <laughs> no. But they know and they're like, they don't care. Or they support it. They're, they're just kind of, I think, more ambivalent about it. Fair enough. It's kind of like not making a judgment one way or another it's just kind of like it is what yeah. it is it is what it is yeah my yep. sibling's an actor what are you gonna do yeah it's like i you know yeah. you're happy okay whatever you know <laughs> do you enjoy it great you know and then then of course inevitable questions come up it's like but what about the dating stuff it's like well you know i've had my history with that you know and then that was a weird history as it was anyway. What is it? We have minutes, but I want to hear it anyway. <laughs> uh, well, my ex was actually on a TV show called Eight is Enough back what? in the 70s and 80s. Oh, she played the oldest daughter. Okay. That's Lonnie O'Grady, who played Mary Bradford. That's amazing. This is, can you do the show again to talk about this? Because we don't have any time. <laughs> yeah, sure. Yeah. Okay. Um, where can we find you on the internet, by the way? Plugs and stuff. On the internet? I mean, the best places to find me, obviously, I'm on Facebook, um, Instagram. You know, uh, you can find me on there. I'm not on Twitter anymore because I got banned. Oh, um, <laughs> what for? I made some disparaging comments about Trump and, um, <laughs> and Janine Pirro. Interesting. And what what would they use to find you if you want that out there? Uh, you can just you can just look up Michelle Xavier because okay. everything's under that. So uh, you can find me in those kinds of things. Perfect. It has been so nice to have you on. Thank you for yeah. doing the yeah, show. Yeah, and I'll come back and yeah, yeah. Like starting next week, whenever you're available on a Saturday, please. Sounds great. Yeah, like you've been a good thing. So <laughs> fun. <laughs> yeah, time yeah. ran out. Yeah. So, see, it's just free form. We just did whatever. Yeah, that's yeah. cool. And uh, thank you for choosing the song. Yeah, this is a cool yeah. song to start with. Yeah, yeah, it is. End to end. Yeah. All right, thank you all for listening. I will be here tonight at 7 p.m. on Radio Free Brooklyn, the thing that you're already listening to for Art Star Seed. Joined with, uh, I'll be joining Face Boy. And uh, I'm not sure if we have a guest, but I'll see you all there. Thank you, Paul. Yep. Thanks, Paul. Thank you, Michelle. Nice to meet you. Thank you all.